you're making calls and the seller is absolutely in denial and you don't know how to get them to say yes, today I'm gonna show you how. Let's get to it. I know today is gonna be a good video because half of the conversations I have from YouTube, from a lot of you guys that put yourself on my calendar, from just listening to the agents and the realtors in my community is like, Nicole, I keep hitting a wall. They're in denial. Like they they just, oh, I'll let you know. They'll, they'll just keep trying to get me off the phone. So I'm gonna give you my best stuff in this video. And if you get value from the video, subscribe to my channel, help support me and share this with someone who is struggling to make these calls and really struggling to just get deals, right? Because what I'm gonna teach you today is something that you can apply to anyone, any any sales, but of course, we're gonna talk about pre-foreclosures specifically. Okay, in order to work with someone that's in denial, and you know I always say the delusional, they live in this space, and, and you've been watching me for a while, you know I always say like, if someone is delusional, the worst thing you could do is argue with them, right? Like you never want it to be a you versus me, like I'm on your team. So if someone is in denial and you're talking to them, and you're trying to build rapport, you don't wanna argue, so how do you do it? So let's start with what objections are. Objections are just a smokescreen of uncertainty. Jordan Belford said that, and I love the way he phrased that. Think about it. Every objection that you get from a seller is because they're just not certain that what you're saying is the best option for them or they or it didn't resonate and there's just so much uncertainty of like, okay, I don't know how to move forward so I'm just gonna tell you to go away. And if you can help that seller arrive to a place of certainty with the rapport you're building, with the way that you present that option with whatever strategy that you're talking to them, that's how you're gonna get them on board. And if they're in denial, and we're not arguing with them, we're talking it through. So we need to look at objections differently right off the bat. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of you guys will say, okay, well, especially in our class, because we have a free pre-foreclosure class, which the link is in the description if you wanna join us. But in our class, we always get like, these sellers are crazy. Like they keep telling me that they've gotten it taken care of, that they're working with someone else or that they're not really in foreclosure. And so I know you're getting that. Like that's one of the most common objections is I've gotten this taken care of. But that doesn't mean that they really have. All it means is, leave me alone, get off the phone, stop talking to me, I did not ask you to call me, I'm good, right? If they've got that defense mechanism. But it's a smokescreen because the reality is they're not good. They're freaking out because they're in foreclosure, but you're just a random person that hasn't developed a trust and a rapport and help them understand why what they're doing doesn't make sense. So that's the first thing is understanding like what objections really are and not taking what they're saying at face value. Now, when you're having the conversation, I want you to listen more than you talk because when you don't agree with someone, you're automatically thinking of a rebuttal, right? So if a seller tells me, hey, you know, I'm working with the bank, I'm good. Like immediately I'm like, no, 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 you're still in foreclosure. And like, that's your automatic response of, you know, I can help you and, you know, don't lose the house and all of that. That's an automatic response, like a human response of like, I, I need to show them that I know better. I, I need to show them. And the reality is if they're in denial, they don't care about you. The only thing that they care about is a solution to their problem. So if someone is sitting there and they're telling you like, I've gotten it taken care of, I'm good, then just start asking questions. Really? 
So what did you end up doing? Oh, um, first of all, it catches them off guard every time because <laughs> they're expecting you to hang up. But you're like, okay. And then they start telling you. And that's where you get to now poke holes in their denial, poke holes in what they think is a sure thing because they've convinced themselves the bank is gonna take care of them. They have literally convinced themselves that they're good because it hasn't been foreclosed on yet, that they still have time. And now that's where you get to start poking at it. Like, okay, great. So um, what did you end up doing? Well, I, I submitted everything to the bank. They're gonna take care of me. They, they sent me all the paperwork and said that I can do a loan modification. And so I'm gonna keep asking questions. Oh, that's great. So you submitted everything, but it looks like it's the foreclosure date's still there. So have they postponed it? And now they're gonna say something, you know, like, oh, not yet, I don't know. Or maybe that's gonna catch them off guard. Like, I don't know, it could go a, a billion different ways. But at that point, the more questions I ask, and make them deal with the, the reality versus what's in their head, now this is where they start talking themselves out of it or they start having doubts of like, maybe I'm not taking care of. And do you see how we go from denial to I'm trying, I'm not arguing with them or trying to convince them. I'm just trying to get them to come back to the reality of the situation, right? I'm trying to get them to deal with what's right in front of them, which is you're losing your house in two weeks. And if you don't do something, you're gonna lose it and then you're not gonna have any options. And so all of my questions in the conversation and all of my, the way that I communicate with that seller is very intentional to try and draw it out of them because that way they're gonna start convincing themselves and like understand, oh wow, just based off the questions I'm asking them. Because a lot of these people that you talk to, they're so in their head and honestly, they're, they're not even worried about it. Like it's crazy. Like they're like, oh, I, I'm good. And they genuinely believe that they are. So when they're telling you like, I'm fine, leave me alone, it's because they haven't dealt with the reality that they're gonna lose the house. The next thing you need to know when you're working with someone that's in denial is the only way to build rapport with someone that is so stuck on what they believe is to have the information and for you to know what that looks like. The worst thing you could do is talk to a seller that's in denial and you don't have any solutions. So if you're going to cold call, you know, people in pre-foreclosures, you need to know what a loan modification is. You need to know how to determine an exit strategy. You need to know like everything that that seller is up against so that you can arrive them to the best solution. But if you don't know the solutions, now it's just dumb and dumber, right? Like this person thinks that it's okay and you're like, oh, okay, cool. So you got an attorney. But because I know what I'm talking about, I'll be able to ask questions like, well, what is the attorney doing? Because I know that their attorneys, when it comes to real estate attorneys with people in foreclosure, the only two things that they can do is real estate defense and drag it out in court or process the loan modifications for that seller. And they're financially motivated to drag it out as long as possible. So I'm already armed with that information so that I can overcome that objection. So in order to get a seller to come to terms with the reality, you have to know the information first to be able to get them to arrive to that point and the reality of the situation. And the last point that I have is, how can you establish trust? Why should they listen to you? And the only way to do that is to take your realtor hat off, take your investor hat off, and just be a human being talking to another human being and being authentic and, and wanting to help them. Because at the end of the day, it is a win if you can get that seller to make a decision, even if the decision is not to work with you. Because you're not gonna work with every seller. 
Sometimes you're going to just give them enough advice or information and then down the line, you'll see it come back either through referrals or they'll come back because their situation was permanent and it wasn't a temporary hardship. So why should they listen to you? How can you establish that trust so they know like you're their go-to person? I'll give you a perfect example of why this is so powerful. When I have sellers that I'm working with, I have literally had investors text the sellers and offer to pay them to cancel contracts with me. Like, oh, you're working with Nicole Spinoza. I, I, I was thinking when I was making this video, I'm like, I'm gonna throw it on the screen, but no, it doesn't matter. But they'll text something to the effect of like, um, oh, you're working with Nicole Spinoza, so you're probably doing a short sale. You know, we'll pay you $10,000 and make sure you get money to move. Just cancel the contract with her. And I have seller responses that are like, uh, nope, she's taking good care of us. I'm good. That's crazy because there is such a strong rapport and a confidence that we're going to take care of them. And we've also made sure that we've walked them through the process and why we think a short sale is the best option. Or if we're helping just sell the house or buy the house, why this makes sense for them because we genuinely care and I'm not attached. So if I'm talking to the seller, Either way, I'm willing to offer that information even if that means I'm not gonna get the deal. So that's a mindset going into it and know that people can feel that. They know when you care, they know like by the way you're talking to them. If you're a realtor and you keep pushing why you know they should list the house, like that's the worst thing that you can do for someone that you're trying to establish that trust and build the rapport. Is there anything that you guys would add as far as like tips and tricks of how you deal with sellers in denial? Let me know in the comments, what was your biggest takeaway? And if you use the information I give you, let me know how it works out. I'll see you guys next time.